This is a post-Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Popular mask. Do Batman and Robin. Might be a little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we're live. Are we recording? Yes, I am. All right. Welcome, Paula <laughs> and Jack. Um, hey, everybody. We are in Seattle. So welcome to the first Woo! official Revolution Seattle service. You can't see the thousands of people behind us. Um <sighs> There's, it's you know they can't talk. It's the debate rules. You know, no cheering until after the service. Um, Caleb's back there. We're in his sweet apartment. We've got a new audio setup now. We're running the mics through Facebook Live. So, what do you know? Uh, moving on that. Um, what was in the say? ground running? Like what was I going to say? You said Jay. Yeah. If I could go back in time, I would tell myself to just hit the ground walking. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I'm a little exhausted. I'm not going to lie. But Caleb lives downtown, uh, downtown Seattle, in a really cool old school brownstone, I guess you'd call it, apartment type. Is it yeah. brownstone? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm actually not 100% sure what awesome. that term means. Old school, across the street. Uh, yeah, from high really cool ceilings, um, old school appliances. Oh, I was told floors. that the toilet that I have is a 1905 model. Um, 1905. I broke the toilet the second Jay we did break the toilet. Just by flushing it. Um, but, you know. Wasted, uh, the plumber said, and I quote, a tremendous amount of water. Wasted a tremendous. Revolution amount. already affecting Seattle. Not my words. Already affecting Seattle. Um, it's okay. Everyone, every other person owns a Prius here in Seattle. So I think we've offset the waste of water that I caused tremendous amounts of water. Um, hmm, I think there's a buzz coming through the, it might be this cable that I'm using. Well, yep. Got a buzz in the audio. Okay. Let's just real quick try something. And if this doesn't work, we'll go back to our old setup and I'll troubleshoot this later. Sorry, everybody. This new, new oh, day. Is. What is it? It would bore you if I told you. Okay. I just don't know how quickly I'll be able to troubleshoot it. If, if this doesn't work immediately, we'll just go back to our old setup. Okay. Hold on. I think, I, let's just see. Someone just said much better. Sounds much better. Really? Yeah. Okay. Someone said the same. Slad place. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go back to the old way. I'll troubleshoot it. Next week, we'll, I think we'll have it figured out. All right, everybody. Thanks for the... That's, this is how we're doing it. Excitement. That was fun. I love... Love it. Um, got the headphones on, old school. Um, so how are you guys doing? Someone said it's still good. Enough. I'm in and out, really? Already? It's all your phone then. In that case, my troubleshooting? It might be my phone. It's all your phone, I think. Nope, someone says less buzz now. All right, well, in and out for sure. The, the cutting in and out is the phone, I think. The buzz was my... I don't know what's going on with my phone. Well, folks... Um, I'm just going to, 
We're going to do a short day today anyway, so let's you just... Use my iPad if you want. No, I'm good. Stream. No, I'm done. Okay. Um, right. My sister said it sounds great now. Um, so we are here in Seattle. Um, we took about... It's about a 25-hour drive. Um, it was crazy. Packed the... Uh, I, I got the wrong size truck. So I had to drive an hour and 45 minutes to get a new truck, and then an hour and 45 minutes back to get another truck. Everybody says it sounds good now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was... Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it was It was uh, quite the beginning of a journey. Um, we stopped a few times, late, driving, tired, driving... Um, we stayed at some different hotels, had to sneak, um, my ex-wife's cats into a few hotels with us, which is really fun. Um, what's the opposite of a cat burglar, a person (laughs) who puts a cat into a place it's not supposed to be. I've, uh, I've had my kids a few days, so I hit the ground after the long drive, picked up the kids, had them for a few days. So I'm still not settled. I'm feeling a little discombobulated. Kids are waking up at 4 a.m. because of the time change. Um, But they seem to really like it so far. I know they miss their friends, which is tough because I've been there too. Um, But yeah, so uh, exhausted and tired. Um, But a lot of good things are happening. A lot of new things are happening. I don't, you know, I don't, I can't speak, I don't speak for everyone (laughs) by any means. Um. But I was kind of wondering um, how you guys are all dealing with with the change. I know a lot of you are very excited right now. Um, but I also know there's some of you who were not voting for Joe Biden and probably are in a weird place right now as well. Um, you know, it's a lot. A lot to happen. It's a lot to move and then have this type of big, big thing happen and be with your kids and be exhausted and tired. Um, it's a lot right now. So I was on, uh, I was on, I, I was just trying to think like, you know, what, what we've been talking about for the past few, I mean, the past few months, past year, really, maybe longer is how we communicate well and how we argue well and disagree well. Um, and now there's this, this shift and, um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I've been a lifelong Democrat, um, but I've also been kind of, delusioned with my own have a little bit of disillusionment with my own party in some ways and so and i try to stay informed and try to stay studied so I, like yesterday everybody's like "Woo, i'm banging the pan and me i was like you know this is this is good but i feel like we got rid of a symptom a really big symptom but just a symptom and that there's a lot of work ahead of us um to to do uh a lot of a lot of hard conversations still um, and reconciliation, I hope. I hope this will be a time for reconciliation. I, I, honestly, I think one of the things that bothered me uh, about our current president 
is I felt like he was very divisive, extremely divisive. And I felt like, you know, that continuously going on was affecting everyone and affecting us all. And, but I also felt like a lot of people from my side, the, my own party were being very divisive as well and playing into that, you know? So like, it was like you had the president being very divisive and then progressives who, who just didn't seem like they were willing to have conversations and were just angry and hurt, which I understand. I mean, I, I get that. Um, I wasn't necessarily there because I want to see things fixed. I'm always thinking about how can we fix things? How can we have tougher conversations? How can we move forward? What is the future going to look like? Um, so part of my therapy in my own life is, is one living in the moment, not living in the past, but also have kind of learning to, you know, be hopeful and how we develop a future together as human beings. And so I've just been thinking a lot about like how we do that and how we, you know, communicate with one another. And, you know, it's funny. I was thinking today, like, you know, for a lot of you folks, like "Mm, Thanksgiving might be a little bit easier, you know, or it might be even more awkward. Who knows? I haven't called my dad yet. I figured I'd give him a few days before the liberal son calls on the phone to see how he's doing. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a wild time. I just, I don't feel like we've come to a point in our country where we've cured anything. I think we've taken a big step forward, but I think there's just still a lot of hard work to do. And I think reconciliation, I think loving our neighbors as ourselves is, is tough. And I think really, I I saw a lot of struggle on the left to love your enemies for us to love our enemies. And I hope this is something that gives everybody a little bit more strength to be a little bit more compassionate, a little bit more graceful towards one another and a little bit more open to listening to one another and talking with one another. Um, that maybe because we don't have such an extreme going on right now. Um, it's funny four years ago, I spoke at a church and it was the day after the election. And it's kind of funny because the election was longer this time. So it, you know, came today, yesterday, but just the thing four years ago, I was speaking at this very progressive church in Minnesota and I was like, Oh, Hillary's going to win. Nobody questions that, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know? So I just prepared a normal sermon and, and was like, it'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I remember talking to my therapist at him, like, I'm kind of worried that Trump might win. He's like, Trump's not going to win. You know, you don't need to worry about that. You know, (laughs) You know, the guy has a doctorate. I figured I could trust him. I think he had a couple doctorates, actually. So I was like, well, this guy's got to be right, you know. <laughs> and so the next day I'm talking to a very progressive church about, hey, Donald Trump's president. What are we going to do? You know. And I think one of the greatest things I saw was as I saw Henry Rollins speak a few days later. Mm-hmm. And Henry Rollins is, is, is very transparent and very honest and very real. Um, he's, you know, one of the people I look up to as a speaker, he's just such a professional communicator. And he's just said, you know, America has survived bad presidents before America has gotten through situations like this before. It doesn't feel like it right now. Cause we're just at the beginning of it, but he's like, we're going to survive this. We're going to get through this. It's not going to be easy. And I think anybody who's probably over the age of 30, 
you know, we'll remember that we've, you know, or even 20, maybe I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, I'd say even over maybe 15, I'm going back in time. I'm just going to get younger and younger. Yeah. 10, um, knows that we've had issues with the police force before Mm -hmm. that we've had racial, racial, racial injustice in this country for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, some could even argue, uh, pretty badly, even under the Democrats, um, under Bill Clinton, especially, um, who I worked on his campaign the first time around because I couldn't vote. And then the second I voted for him and, um, was a big fan of his. Um, but looking back, I see, you know, how many people were incarcerated under his Mm. presidency, Mm. especially people of color. And it breaks my heart. And I guess the thing is, is like, we, the people can't put faith in these men and in politicians. They're just politicians. You know, I think sometimes we make the hope to see humanity and we have this cult of personality and we think like everybody thinks it's going to be great. But, you know, it's like to be a politician is something that not many people I think can really understand. And, you know, I mean, how many of us in our four year job experience accidentally blow up a school bus full of children? Mm-hmm. You know, how many of us could sleep at night knowing that we that mm-hmm. we caused damage like that? Yeah. And so when we're looking at people who are leaders and things like that, we have to remember that they're making horrific decisions, hard decisions. And, um, and it's hard to, 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 uh, empathize with any humanity there. It's kind of that duality of being, yes, a flawed person and also essentially like, you know, um, being mandated as a human being to be flawed uh, and, and and still trying to represent a higher concept as a as a politician trying to represent liberty or trying to represent justice or trying to represent yeah you know, I mean, things and, like that and, and, and it's funny because I think one of the things I think calling. with 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 Donald Trump this is probably the most political talk I give for in the, this year hopefully because um, I want to talk more about theology and philosophy but I think. You know, with people like Donald Trump, what we got was is we saw a lot of what we just don't see. We saw a lot of that in the in in, in our face that sometimes it happens in closed doors, and I think that was very shocking for a lot of us. Um, I guess I can empathize with my Republican brothers and sisters because I think maybe they were trying to get away from, especially in the first election with with Donald Trump thought maybe it was time to try to get away from politics as usual and that was their bernie sanders in a way um so what i'm trying to do here is just say you know uh, (laughs) politics help but we shape politics and my Mm -hmm. heroes have always been people like martin luther king jr um malcolm x um just different people who've gone in uh, and made differences within the community and within the country and have gone to and talked truth to power and communicated to power, you know, the needs of the people and helped those needs become realities. And I think that is the time that's still our work. You know, these, these were men, a lot of these men were ministers and pastors and, and, you know, and I still think that that's the work of is, is speaking truth to power. And I think we're going to continue to have to do that. Um, 
to see to see real change in this country. Mm. Um, mm. So I just hope we can all live in reality, and I hopefully you know I hope that we can all be you know those who 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 voted for uh, <clears throat> for President Elect Biden. You know we can be good good winners, not sore winners, and not I told yeah. you so's. Yes, you know, and really start healing. Mm. and really reach out to each other and try to recognize each other's common humanity. Totally. Because I am, I think we're all frazzled right now. Mm. I think COVID has got us frazzled. I, 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 you know, this election has got us frazzled. These past year has got everybody frazzled. And I feel like, you know, maybe this is a time where a lot of us can just take a deep breath, Mm. sit back, and um and reason well and and be reasonable you know i constantly this morning as i was thinking like i kept coming back to galatians as i always do and um and that verse about you know beware of biting and devouring one another beware of being consumed by one another kept coming to my head over and over again beware of being consumed by one another and I, I just, you know, I think there's a way for us not to consume one another. I think there's just a way for us to have better conversations. And um, as far as social media goes, you know, I don't, I don't know how many, who, all the, the, the politics of everybody I follow. But I feel like my uh, <clears throat> conservative brothers and sisters um, have been pretty okay with what's happening in some ways I might be missing it. So you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure I've missed a few of those. Um, I think we'll probably deal with the president pushback a bit. Um, but I think we're in a place right now where we can start to start reconciliation. And maybe this is too soon for this talk. I don't know. Um, but that's all I've been having that talk with you guys for a long time is how do we show better? How do we show more grace? How do we show more reconciliation? Uh, how do we continue to do that process? And a lot of it just becomes from living life well, um, listening to one another, and uh, hearing one another. Um, because I think the media wants to, you know, is about ratings and is about review, you know, and 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 social media is about getting likes, you know, and, and shock value. And so we live in this world where we're just continuously just just hit with this idea of like everything's this awful this is bad this is hor- the sky is falling the sky is falling right. you know? and so we're just continuously put into this fearful way of thinking and uh and then we want to react 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 but i think maybe if we take a step back from that and, and try to live in the real world with other human beings um we can do that so my hope is that we continue to show grace to one another love to one another and uh and we allow this to be a time, uh, you know, the next few months to be a time of, of breathing and accepting this change and, um, and, and preparing for a new time of, of what, what, what's next. What's next and how do we come together as a country? Um, a lot of my colleagues, you know, were telling, you know, others to write others off and i've just never been about that because i just don't think that that's any type of future where we're isolated from one another i mean i think it's dangerous because i think it could also lead to civil war 
I think it could lead to more broken families. You know, and, and one of the things why I did the work I did with LGBTQ folks in the early 2000s um, and, and for LGBTQ rights is because I saw so many broken families and so many people who were becoming homeless and taking their lives and, and just being so many families being torn apart. And I just was like, we've got to figure out a way to start reconciliation. We've got to see a way also to change these laws, you know, and see LGBT, you know, gay marriage become legal in this country. Um, but we also have to have the tough conversations with leadership and other pastors and other And so I was going and meeting with churches and pastors who didn't agree with me, but sitting down and having conversations and having very tough conversations. Um, and, you know, and that was part of the work was is saying, you know, we want to see reconciliation here as well. And so now we're, I feel like there's been such a religious fervor behind politics these past four years. And to be honest with you, I think most of my life I've fought against religious fervor. You know, that's been most of my life. That's been something that I've, 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 I've felt like I'm religious, but I don't believe in religious fervor. <laughs> you know, I don't believe in legalism in any type of form. Um, or any type of, uh, of, uh, what am I looking for? Fundamentalism? Um, well, no, not fundamentalism. Um, but morality, you know, like using your morality as a weapon, oh. you know, moralitism, <laughs> moralism, you know, um, like this idea that we can, you know, use our, uh, use our morals to hurt than thou. Yeah. You know, to hurt other people yeah. and to destroy other people. Um, because that's like, I remember this thing, friendship evangelism, you know, when it becomes friendship oh, evangelism, yes, yes. it's neither, yes, you know, yes, yes. and when morality becomes a weapon, I don't think it's no longer becomes morality anymore. Yeah. And I think if we can learn anything from the mistakes of the church in the past is this issue of using morality as a weapon. And we've seen a lot of fundamentalists, people, you know, even you could say my father as well, you know, who've used you know, politics and these type of things is, is with religious fervor. But honestly, I don't think that that's what we're called to do. And, um, and, and I, we've seen how much like people using moral or higher ground to be elite has hurt others. And so I think we definitely need uh, to stay humble in our walk of life. And walk humbly, but strong, you know, as wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove, you know, and and not a dove with claws, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was, I once heard a pastor say, you know, but, you know, a dove and, you know, and be wise as a serpent, but walk with humility, Um, but also have answers, you know, but also be willing to be wrong. And I think that's one of the greatest things for me is in, in some of my best, closest relationships is being willing to disagree well and even being willing to be wrong sometimes. And I, I think about even some of the hardest conversations I've ever had where I've had people confront me on particular issues that I was incorrect and that I was wrong about, um, how much those times changed my life and, and allowed me to become a better person and a more loving person and a more compassionate person. Um, now, I will say in the moment, you know, I wanted to be like, no, you're wrong. You know, or I wanted to react, you know, but instead I did my best to just sit and listen. I mean, I've learned a lot from watching 
philosophers disagree with one another and um, scientists disagree with one another um, who have less religious fervor and more of just, you know, we disagree. This doesn't mean that you're damned to hell or that you're just a horrible person or you're a Nazi or you're um, a snowflake or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just they, they do learn to disagree well and often it leads to change. And so if I sound like a broken record, it's just because I think we need a broken record right now. And, uh, I, I, I woke, uh, you know, I was thinking last night, you know, what, uh, I dropped the kids off and I was exhausted. I don't think I've had a normal night's sleep until last night. Um, I ordered a bed thinking it would be here when I got here and it isn't. So mm-hmm. I've been sharing a bunk bed with my daughter, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Minnie, who is a sweet, 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 sweet girl. And, um, my son got the top bunk and he is very excited about that. <laughs> very excited. Um, cool. But I had to buy him a digital clock. Oh, yeah. And tell him, like, when this says seven, you can, then you can wake up daddy. Because uh, <laughs> they're waking up uh-huh. at four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, right. go play with some boxes. Uh-huh. Um, there you go. Put him to work. Yeah. So Break down the boxes or something. So, uh, But yeah, I have hope. Mm. And um that that this is is going to be a new time mm. and that we can I mean we've done it here. That's the cool thing is I've seen some of you you know when we yes. sometimes when we've had um people come in and kind of want to mess with us. Yeah, troll trollish people come in. Maybe they're not all necessarily trolls. And I've seen conservatives in and, and progressives or leftists or whatever you want to call them, yeah. working together to have conversations with these people to try to settle them down and try to talk to them and try to communicate well. I mean, I've seen the evidence of that, uh, and so I've seen the evidence in this work, you know. And, I, and lately, I just received uh, recently, I just received a some a letter from somebody telling me how much they appreciated that I was, you know, that we think through things here. And that we just don't jump right on to issues and, yeah. and, and ideas and, and just go at it, but that we think and that we walk softly and that we we're patient with it. And for some of you, that's not what you're looking for. And that's okay. Cause there's a lot of places you can find the opposite at, but that's the work that we're trying to do. Uh-huh. And, um, I hope we can be a continue to be a community of grace and provocate, provocate. What is the word? Uh, provocation, provocation. Yes. And, uh, and we continue to teach each other how to uh, disagree well. But I think with that, I'm going to just want to open up for questions. And if, you know, Caleb has any comments or questions or anything, we can do that too. Yes. Uh, all right. We've got a few from our dear friend, Joanna. Uh, Joanna said that she is very hopeful for more unity, talking about in the future and moving forward. And, um, I try to be as well, and that is a big reason that I practice Christianity. Um, I can't say that I ever see uh, humanity uh, uh, upon this plane arriving at a, at a perfect state of unity, but I absolutely believe that it is something to be worked at daily and uh, passionately and um, give a lot of time and effort to. Unity for all. Um, and then Joanna also did say, 
I'm hoping that the Christians who have said they support and respect Trump because all authority is appointed by God apply that same logic to Biden. <laughs> it's yeah. funny, Joanna. I was having that exact same exact same thought about a close family member of mine this morning who has used that line on me many, 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 many a time. Well, you know, even though you don't like like Trump, uh, you know, he is appointed by God. He is our president. And yeah, I just I just wonder if this person will uh, apply that same that same. Yes. Romans has caused us a lot of trouble. And it's nice when our our leaders win to use that verse. And when ours don't, we find other verses to use. Sure. It's called cherry picking. Yeah. 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 And uh, find conspiracy theories, find all sorts of stuff. (laughs) So, yes. Um, lots of uh, positive feedback for you, Jay. Nice to see you. People are happy that we are safely arrived and getting settled into Seattle. I, I love it here. I've never lived in uh, the heart of a bigger city like this. It's wild to me having being surrounded by corner stores. Um, you know, I can do grocery shopping whenever I need. Everything's within like a, a five to ten minute walk. That's pretty amazing. Um, there's a mental health clinic just next door. The, munici- the municipal building is just on the street. Uh, it's awesome. It's really great. And I um, I really appreciate everyone's support. And I will ask for continued support because I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine just a couple months. But I still got to I guess I got to get everything figured out. So. Um, and maybe hopefully we'll have Patreon up and running here soon and have some more donation options, tiers and stuff. Um, uh, Mickey comments, God is always in control. And Amanda, this is a very uh, clever observation, says, yes, whatever happened to the space between church and state? Yeah. Very good question. That's a good one. I don't know. That's one I've been trying to walk in, mm. you know, and it's been really tough. And it's been tough because it, you get critics from both sides, you know, and it's tough to watch like a lot of people that I was in the emergent church with, mm. you know, which was a really great movement. Even say, you know, watch them jump into the political ring very, really heavily. Yeah, you know, and go like, oh, why are you are you being silent? You know, like, no, no, I'm not being silent. Right. It's just I'm trying to think this through and think it through well, you yeah. know. And totally. and I think that it's it's not as you know black and white as have we as we make it out yeah. to be. And and you know, a lot of these issues that we're seeing amplified right now are issues that we've been struggling uh-huh. with for for twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty years. Yeah, you know, and. So I think we've got to realize is that, you know, we're seeing something very amplified. We're in a new time where social media is different. The media is, is, is everywhere. Social media is everywhere. And so now we're just uh-huh. responding differently to these, these moments in time, yeah. you know, um, but, mm. but people are still human. People are still making mistakes and um, injustices and still in places and, and, and justice has always been there. And so we yeah. always need to be out there working for justice. And I hope we have the same, you know, passion about justice. Yeah, absolutely. And there's an added layer of confusion um, when identity politics becomes so strong, uh, you know, develop such a strong gravitational pull um, when when it's like, well, I, I am Republican, therefore I, I do vote for this or I do not vote for this or I do support this or I do even believe this or espouse this belief, you know, and things like that, or I am Democrat and therefore I, I do this, do that. 
Um, it's just it's this group think thing. It's a the whole you know sheeple thing, and it's 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 scary and it's very divisive. And I think that's that's where what civil wars are often um, born from um, when you get rhetoric that is so dangerous and divisive so yeah i mean let's let's uh yeah let's try to find some common ground i mean yesterday i was thinking about sharing my thoughts on social media and then i just thought you know no i'm gonna save it for the service yeah you know this is i'm gonna you know and it was just was the day everything you know the day of and i just felt like it wasn't the right timing to kind of jump into the thing and just let yeah. everybody kind of rest with it and think about it and totally. um yeah. accept that you know hey change is here mm. um but also we're still very much responsible for being the people and we the people and being the community and being part of the country and uh, growing and learning and thinking well thinking critically yeah would we have anything else anybody other um, comments uh jen has a nice little comment she's says, I'm currently reading your book, Fall to Grace, and I'm really getting a lot from it. Oh, cool. Thank you. That was, uh, I really enjoyed writing that book. Matter of fact, the guy, uh, Martin, who I who I wrote that book with, actually lives here in Seattle. And uh, we're going to get together soon and uh, grab some coffee. So that'll be exciting. I'm excited to see him again. Uh, he really helped make that book special. Uh, every writer I've worked with has, has added something special to the books. Very nice. But I'm really cool. Really excited about seeing Martin. Awesome. Uh, just a couple, another, uh, another few quick little notes. Um, now that we're in Seattle and trying to hit the ground running and get things, um, you know, get things or reorganized, it's, it's a nice opportunity to kind of, um, kind of um, dissect some things and throw out the stuff we don't want and, and maybe develop the stuff that we do want but anyhow uh just a reminder questions for revolution at gmail.com it'd be nice if we got uh q a with jay at least maybe monthly or so have like uh four or five questions if anyone wants to send in uh any sort of question to questions for revolution at gmail.com and we'll we'll get those answered uh we just haven't had any in quite a while so we haven't made a video in a while but that'd, that'd be a fun little thing to get back back up and rolling if people would have interest in it and and uh you know you can ask for advice you can ask for clarification just please reference the specific talk that you might be alluding to uh because we can get pretty abstract sometimes and figure <laughs> what we were talking about in the moment <laughs> what yeah rabbit holes oh um bob uh made a comment said we are living in the united states of galatia people are claiming all kinds of criteria for quote real christians we need to realize it is christ's work alone that powers the believers in the world and then alexander said what a good sunday morning thank you Alexander. thank you this has just been like totally time to like share my heart you know, mm. and and kind of talk to you guys about. I mean, I'm, I guess that's what one of the things that's great about being a a pastor that doesn't feel pressure to perform all the time yeah. is that <clears throat> I get to share my mornings with you guys. Even even you know when something like this happens, and I'm like, you know, I don't think this is like, oh, let me give you the five points of Calvinism or whatever. <laughs> how many points of Calvinism they have? Um, but 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 Tulip, but, to, but to talk about what's happening and, and hear what you're thinking and tell you what I'm thinking. And, you know, as always, we're open for pushback and, and, and good conversation. So thanks a lot, everybody. Um, yeah. I hope you have a great Sunday mm-hmm. and looking forward to, you know, we'll be looking for a location 
So when COVID uh, slows down, we'll be meeting hopefully somewhere around town. And uh, well, we will as soon as COVID slows down. I'll tell you what, Seattle takes the COVID seriously to another level um, from great. a lot of the places I've been. Yeah. Um, you still do see people walking around without masks on, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, I, I, as I've gone into places and they separate the, like I've been in places where they've sep- literally separate the urinals and things like that. So they're, they take it. I mean, I thought Minnesota was doing a pretty good job, mm. but I'm just saying this is like next level stuff here in Seattle. So uh, I'll have lots of Seattle jokes for you next week. And we'll talk great. about the Seattle freeze uh, and uh, how that uh, compares uh, to Minnesota. Nice. Uh, 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 um, I've witnessed one occurrence. So anyway, love you guys. Thank you. Um, this will be up online next week. Oh, and we have our, our, our one of our good friends just did a sermon for us. Um, that's online right now. You're talking about Brian? Yeah. Yeah. No, not Brian. Josh? Josh yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Josh. So Josh from, preached on our stream. Yeah, last week. Uh, last week. And that is now available on the podcast. Yes. And it's really good. Uh-huh. You should listen to it. Yep. And Brian, and of course, yeah, Revolution Minneapolis is still chugging along. Uh, they've yet to release a version as a podcast episode, but I'm going to help them. They've had some technical issues, but I'm going to help them do that. They'll probably do that on the Sacred Collective stream to start with before they get anything else set up. So, so yeah, just some cross promotion there, some cross plugs with other PXP shows. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. All right. Oh, see you later. Bye bye. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. If you enjoyed this show, you might also like The Sacred Collective. Like, hey, you know what? It it doesn't matter if you quote-unquote believe in this Jesus thing. What matters is that we're here together, mm. gathering and loving one another the best we possibly can be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the the concept of, like, we're, we're going to be human together, and this is a practice where we can remember that whether it tastes like stale bread and juice or it's a really good pizza and some sodas or whatever, like, that's communion. We're remembering mm-hmm. each other and, and in the experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it goes way beyond some of the theology that's been attached to communion. That was a post-Christian podcast.